Good morning. Uh, we've actually finished the, the omens. We're just going to just uh, close up a couple of things in the Mezzah Hashem. Hopefully today start the next parent. Um What we learned today, it's basically, it's, I think it's just two, I think it was just two Nikolas I wanted to just cover. Two kashas of, uh, two separate uh, questions of Rabbi Kibega. Um Question number one is just simply Pshat in the Gemara. The Gemara the M wanted to know. We had a case where a person threw the moshi through a tennis ball, and it landed in the mouth of a dog. So we said these pots. So the reason being because the mouth of a dog is not daladal dalit. In order to be high, you've got to have a place which is daladal dalit, which is not. So we said that. So the Mishnah said these pots. So the Gemara said, but we've learned the yochayev. Also the case of the pia kivshon, same thing. But I'll just talk about the dog. So the, the Gemara answers, well, it's a difference on whether he's Mechavin or not. It depends on whether he's Mechavin. If he's Mechavin, for whatever he's supposed to be Mechavin, that we have to, that's what we have to identify what exactly he's got to be Mechavin for. But whatever he's got to be Mechavin for, if he, um, if he did so, then he's going to be Chayev. And if not, then not. So the Gemara says, and I'll prove to you, the Gemara brings from, uh, who was it, Rabbi Barabai, said, yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got a Mishnah which can support that. What was the case? We had a, uh, we had a guy who ate, Rashi said, one kazayas, and we, we explained that the Peshat is sort of all, all Rabbi Kivega pieces, by the way, because Rabbi Kivega was the one who said, we backed it up from, from Rabbi Kivega, the Peshat is, even though the Gabi Yev Kippi obviously had to have more than just a kazayas, but he's rarely been eating. And then he ate this kazayas of Cheda, which happened to be Nosa, which was obviously Hektish, and he was Tome, um, so he's having quite a bad day. And uh, so he's going to be Chayef, that one Achila is going to be Chayef for Chatois, Right, for Chedev, Noisa, um, what else have we got? The Chedev, Noisa, being Tome and eating, uh, and Jim Kippur. Okay? And then he's Chayev and Asham Iris because it's also Hektush and it's supposed to be on the Mizbeach and even a Kohen's not allowed to eat it. So it's Asham Iris. So, um, Rabbi Meir then says, okay, but I can find a sixth one as well. A fifth Chatos. What's that? Let's say he was eating it as he went out into the Rosh Hashanah. So we chayu because of Eitzah. So the Chachov said, "No, no, we're talking about Achila. You're talking about Eitzah. They're two different things." So um, that's the that, that's that's the uh, then the Elamai says the Gemara. So the Gemara says, "But what's the um, why why would he be chayv anyway?" That's not the normal way for carrying. The way Rashi learns that is 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 it is a case of kelachiyat. Elamai, the Peshat is, because since he is Mechave, right, he gives it Kabbalah, Peshat is because he wants to eat it, and therefore it becomes a normal way of taking it out, and therefore it's not Kelachayat. So to hear the same idea, if you're Mechave, therefore it sorts out the problem of Daladal Dal. That's the way Rashi seems to learn the Gemara, that's the seeming Peshat. Whereas the Ravina Hanana learns, the Peshat is meaning to say that it's not Daladal your mouth is not Daladal so to that, the Gemara gets straight to the point. Since you're Mechavi, it makes it like Dalad Dalad. So too, in our case, the same idea with Kolta by Kelev, same, uh, the same sort of, uh, same sort of idea. Now, the pro- problem is that this. So Rehugegas says, fine, he, he doesn't actually quote Rabbi Nechanan. He very possibly didn't have the Rabbi Nechanan. But the way we've got it is he says he doesn't understand. You're asking a question that surely it's Kelachiyad, and you answer because the person decided that, you know, since he wants to eat it, therefore it becomes normal. It's normal if you want to eat in the street, so you have it in your mouth. That's normal. He says, fine, I understand that, but it's a bit of a jump to say from there. So if Kabbalah works for Gabi Kelachayad, which obviously is very, very mistada, because when it comes to, when it comes to Kelachayad, it's defined by what is normal. 
And if it's normal, when a person eats, the normal way to eat is to put it in your mouth. So if you're going to eat in the street, you obviously put it in your mouth whilst you're outside, or you're going to be walking with it. So fine, that's not kelachiyad. It's not the first time we've seen this sort of thing. That's what's, what is kelachiyad for one person. It's not kelachiyad for another, for other people. We've seen this kelachiyad men and women, like um, in the fifth parak, sixth parak, which I probably sixth actually, with a needle, right? So, um, but where do you get from that? There's a bit of a jump to say from there that it, your machshol makes it kedala dadala. How do you how do you see that? So the truth is like this: that it seems. Yeah, I mean, if anyone wants to wants to suggest anything, you know, you can. You're welcome to. But the point is this: what is the machshol? What well, not machshol? What is the kavon? What are we talking about? The pshat. I think to myself, I want it to land there. Is that pshat? What's, what's the kavon? Kolta, um, you know, by Kelev, Bafi Kelev, right? What's Pshat? That I aimed it for the mouth of the Kelev? Is that, is that the kavon? And that makes it Kedala Dazala because it gives it a Chashivas? Or is it something more than that? To be honest with you, that's, that's the way I would have learnt it. That's the way we've learnt it until now. As Kolta Kelev is Pshat, is, you've got two different cases. I throw it, it just happens to land in the mouth of the dog. That, you're, you're positive, it's not Dala Dala But if you aimed it for the mouth of the dog, then that gives it a certain kashivas of kedaladadalit. If you were to learn on that, then anachami is definitely it's a problem. I mean, what's what's the shaykhus between the two? Just because I've got machshav, that makes it kedaladadalit. Why? Well, because he, he, you need a hanachal. The ikkar is that the, there has to be a hanachal. Correct. To be chayav anyway. But but so but so he wants a hanachal, and to consider hanachal. There is a requ- there is a requirement that it is dalad al dalad. So Chazal make it that that is uh, the dalad al dalad that is required. It's not really that you need a dalad. You you need a hanocha, and he certainly wants hanocha in the mouth. He's aiming it into that. That's very nice. But hanocha. Whether you aim it there or not, there's going to be a hanocha. It's just a question of where it's going to be a hanocha. Things don't uh, stop in midair. Yeah, but with Mechashev, it's like, to have a, to be over on eating, you have to have a severe, or to be Mechayim, uh, certain things you have to, um, and as, even if it's not quite the sheer, so the sheer, it's a bit lacking in the, in the dimensions, but so where am that's I, where so we, make it, we make it into the dimension, that's where we project so, it. As so when am I Potos, when am I Potos for a cult of Fikala? There's also a hanocha. You don't have kavon of the If you don't aim it for the mouth, there's also a hanocha. Um, you need that machshava to, ah. to, uh, to make that, that okay, uh, so in which case, small place into... Okay, so effectively all you've just said is what I said. That, that hasn't answered the question of Rubik and one's got nothing to do with the other. Right? This is the problem. One's got nothing to do with the other. If machshava has the kalatiyah, that makes a lot of sense. But how can your machshavah suddenly make it dalad dalad? Okay, you can give me all the stories you want in the world, but don't don't say, "Oh, I can prove to you from this." I mean, it doesn't prove anything. Once kedachiyad, once as I said, if you go with the gesser, uh, if you go with the way Rabbi Hanan learns it, that's fine. But that's not the mashmolus in Rashi. So I tell you this: the the, the emes is. I'll bring it first from a. There's a gemara. There's a gemara in Eruvin. There's actually it's actually Rabbi Hanan there. There's a ritzvah there. Also, basically, came out with tosis, which is mavur. That's not pshat. Pshat is not not the way we learn it. The Gemara says it's talking about this this whole uh, sort of thing, and it's, it starts off. Amar Rav Yosef, hishtim vorek chayev chatos. If a person urinated or uh, spat 
right, whether it's from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, whichever, it could be, it can actually be Dalad Amas and Rosh Hashanah, the same thing, it would, he'll be Chayev. The Gemara asks, well, but you know, Akira Bahanoch, me Agabim, Akim Dalad, this is Sadi Tesum, Adalad, Kenirimim, right? But we need Akira and Hanocha on a place of Dalad, but that can you don't have it. So the Gemara answers, Machshavte Mashriyalei Mokim. The Machshavah makes sense to a Mokim. The Eloitei Mokim, because if you don't say that, Hod Omar Rabba, that which Rabba says, Zorak Menoch, gives out a case that he's Chayev, Chayev Chatos, for Abinah Hanocha, Agabim, Akim Dalad, but that the mouth is not Dalad, but Dalad. Right? So the Tosa says, Dafka in this sort of case, where he gets more hano by landing in this particular spot more than in in, in, in any other sort of going for example with Fikela. Now, what's the point? Not because I wanted it to land here. I wanted to feed the dog. That's the Hanor. It's not the fact that it landed there. It's the fact that it went into the mouth and then it ate it. Therefore, yes, it's that it landed there, but for a certain purpose. Sheikh Lena. They should eat it. Kivshon. Or that it landed in the opening of the furnace. It should get burnt up there. So to when he urinates or he spits. Again, and there it's going the opposite direction. As he does wants it out of the mouth. If you aimed it at some sticks and it landed on the sticks, you don't say, ah, oh, it landed where you wanted, therefore the start of the dollar. We don't say such a thing. Whereas according to what you or I wanted to say, we would have said that. So, 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 so not, that's not true. It's dafka into the mouth of a dog or a fiyah kibshan. The pshat is there, it's going to achieve a certain purpose. Not just hanocha. It's being thrown there for a certain purpose. Okay? Yeah, is that clear? The Rabbeinu Hananel spells it out as well. The Rabbeinu Hananel writes, um, brings the Gemara, then he says, "Ein bo endalit zfochim, machshavte shechoshav kedilakar mehen lahano also." He's not there. He's not urinating and and uh, spitting. The, the Hanoi gets to get it out of the system. That makes it like it's got Dalit's Fokim. And then he brings the Rob about the, when it lands in the, the mouth of the dog. He says, So Hanami, the same thing. Right? There's a subtle difference. He's saying that it, it's Machashe to be a Mokam of Dalit. And the other, the previous one, you were saying was just saying machashiv le mokom. Yeah, it means you can have a mokom without being dalit. No, but it means yeah. a mokom of dalit. Mokom by definition means dalit. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. I'll, I'll just bring to you bring one one, one last lotion. This this is from the Ritzvah, and then we'll see if, see what we can do with this. But the Ritzvah says as well it's a very very similar lotion. He writes. Pirish Rizal. Machshavte shechoshav le nakos gufa mimenu. He's talking about urinating or spitting now. The machshavi has to clean out his body of it. That machshava works. That I think is the clue, by the way. To make it into an akira chashuvo le inyan shabbos. With the kavoso, similarly, again, it's a machshav not that it should land there, it's that it should get burnt up in the furnace. 
or to feed it to the dog. That's the machshava we're looking at. That works to make it into a mokim. Right? And then he goes on with the girsa. Yeah? And I think that's the clue to answering, I think, suggesting an answer to Rabbi Kavega's question. If you're looking in the machshava that just, oh, because I wanted it to land there, then you're right. Who cares? I mean, how does that, I mean, it, it makes sense, but you can't prove it from the thing of kirachiyat. Whereas if you're looking at the machshava, is the machshava that I want to eat it, well, the dog to eat it, so I want to clean up, whatever it is, it's what it's achieving in that spot, then already it makes a lot more sense. Why? Because what's Peshat that I need, what's Peshat that I need to mock him of da 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 So we've explained in the past that the whole malach of Hitzah is, is you're taking it from its mocker and you're putting it into a different mocker. Something which is not da 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 it doesn't really have a proper mocker to start with. Correct? It's not, there's, there's no significant change. If I take it from there to there, it wasn't really in a defined mocker to start with. That's why it fell from the malach. But if my, my, my Hetzal, right, which is going to include Akira and Tanocha, is clearly, in other words, when I look at something normally, I just look at it and I say, there's nothing to indicate this is a, a, a change of significance. If it's Dalad al-Dalad, sitting on a place of Dalad al-Dalad, and I take it from there and put it on another place, which is Dalad al-Dalad, that in itself is a change of significance, because it had a Mokum, now it's got a different Mokum. That's a change of significance, like taking from Rosh Hashayotid, to Rosh Hashanah, it's a clear change of significance. But if it's not Dalad al-Dalad, yeah? If it's not Dalad al-Dalad, there's no clear change of significance. It didn't really have a mock and star. Where was it? It's defined spot. But if from the, my machshav has happened, but from what I've achieved with this, it's clear that this was a significant change, then you're going to be high about so Just like the Kilachiyad. Because again, what's the point of Kilachiyad? Is because that's not a normal way to take it out. But if because of what I'm trying to achieve at that point in time is something of significance, which therefore, for that reason, it has to be in my mouth, therefore automatically it becomes Kedarko. So again, the two things are very, very much tied together. Normally speaking, to stick a, stick a you know, stone in your mouth and carry it, it out is not normal. But if I'm taking a piece, you know, a biscuit and put it in my mouth, then it's normal. Why? Well, not because I'm putting it in my mouth, it's because I'm eating it. Again, if you put stump put a biscuit in your mouth, you're not going to be high for that. But if you're eating it at the time, then I'm involved in something of, that's its normal place to be. The fact that I want to eat it, that makes it into a normal mocha, therefore I'm going to be high for it all. By the same definition, by the same, same token, if I've got something sitting on a place which is, sorry, I pick up the tennis ball, right? And I throw it, sorry, not a tennis ball, I pick up a piece of meat, and I throw it because I want the dog to eat it. Sitting here, it's not going to eat the piece of meat. If I throw it into the mouth, it's going to eat it. So I've achieved something with my change of position, right? Its destination is such it can eat it. Therefore, that in itself shows that it's achieved, it's the, the change of location is something of significance. And therefore, the fact that it landed in the mouth, that much of that I wanted it to eat it, in the same way that that can make something normal, because that's where it's supposed to be at that time for the eating, so too that makes it normal or makes it into a mockum of significance, and therefore you're going to be high for the Hitzah. And that's what Tosus means, it's got to be in the second place you get more Hanor from, well, more Hanor. For Shantis, that's where it's got to be, here, no dog's going to be eating it. There, the dog's going to be eating it. That seems to be the aside, which as I said, will answer for Rashi, will answer for, for, uh, will, will answer up this, this, uh, Rebecca Vegas question on Rashi. That's one Nukudah. The other Nukudah, as I said, with this, we'll just finish the Perek. If you take a look at that last Tosus, there's a couple of points in this text. It's very tzio b'fiv, chayev. 
We said if a person takes something out in his mouth, he should be chai. This was Rabbi, Rabbi Meir says, oh, this is a sixth chai of chatos. Now, Tosus is bothered that they all have to come simultaneously. When are you chai for nosa and all these other things? It's when you swallow it, right? When are you going to be chai for itzah? Surely is when you go out with it. What's the swallowing got to do with it? In which case, the itzah is going to be at a different point, when you stop, when you stand still, or something like that. So Tosus says, no, it's not. Kulu bahade hadadi kasu. The others want to say that Rashi disagrees with this, but kulu bahade hadadi kasu. They all come together. Debliyose habya hanocha, because when you swallow it, that is the hanocha. Normally, apparently, it's not even when it goes into the stomach. Some of the speak out a little bit more than Tosfos, because we assume that the hanocha will be when it's in the stomach, and legabe all the other things. It's when, as you're swallowing, you get hanoas goron. When it's in the throat, it's going through the throat. So Tosfos says that they're all the same point. As, it's, as you're being buried, that is its hanocha. Now you may say it's not a hanocha because I'm walking. So it's not at rest. He says that's not a problem. Even though he's walking, as we say, if as you're walking, you're carrying some ink and you write it as you're walking. Even though it's on the move, it doesn't matter. That for the ink, the ink is now at rest. Yeah? You know, we, we've had this in the case of, uh, of the nut. You know, the, the nut on the water. So we said, the nuts on the water, that's not at rest. But if, in, if it's inside the box, and the box is, so everything's being moved by the water, it doesn't necessarily mean that the nuts not at rest. If you're on a ship, it doesn't mean you're not at rest, even though you're being moved by the, by the water. So, so too over here, the, the uh, article that you've eaten is considered to be at rest when it's inside your stomach, or wherever it is that it's going through your throat, that is already considered to be at rest. Now, Tosha says, okay, I've got a different problem, that is, your mouth is going to be above 10 to 4 and you're in a Rosh Hashanah, above 10 to 4 in a Rosh Hashanah is a Makom Petur. So Tosfus says, in a Rosh Hashanah, and also it's not 4 by 4 okay? So Tosfus obviously learned like Rashi, not like the Rabbi Nechanan, that we were learning that the question of the Gemara was that it wasn't Dalad da Dalad. Tosfus says we can deal with that question, right? Even though it's not, it's, uh, it's not 4 and it's above 10, so it should be a Makom Petur. Botel who agav Rosh Hashanah is botel to the Rosh Hashanah. It's not similar to what we had in the case of the book at the beginning of the paragraph with the book. That's where you throw that shuttle. Okay, when you're weaving, so you lift up one thing and you throw the uh, you throw the shuttle through. So we said when throwing that through, that would be a makom. We said that that would be throwing through a makomist. Why is that a makomist? Why is it not? Box? So it's different there. So on my British Pyrrhic, the makom to makom petur So over there we said it's a makom petur. It's going through. Yeah. Why is it a makom petur? Why is it not bottled to Rosh the answer is, that's more of a mokum kavias than in your mouth or going through. That, yeah, that is considered a mokum kavias. It's constantly there. It's, it's, that mokum still constantly exists. Something like that. Vidomi de Traskan, and it's more similar, that case would be similar to the case of the baskets in the Rosh Hashanah. The Amabah come to be saying in the first parak, the Namatsum Yotabi Rosh Hashanah. That below 10 is considered a Rosh Hashanah. Our case, sorry, our case is more similar to the case of the basket. There we say below ten is considered to be a rishusurabim. Vahochan over here, afiru the malam yud botel agav rishusurabim. Even above ten is botel to rishusurabim. See, in other words, it's even though above ten, you say above ten is a is a mekayim petur. But here, even when it's above ten, it's botel to the rishusurabim below. In other words, if I'm carrying something above ten, that's a mekayim petur because that that stretch there is is uh, is um, is above ten. There, but it's a mekayim petur. But here, even though it's actually above 10, it's bottled to the Rosh Hashanah below. And we have to obviously understand why that is. 
more than any other case where if you have something above ten we say it's a makom it's When is it both tzur and when when is it not? And the truth is, if we if we understand the last bit of tosis, we should be able to answer that because tosis finishes off one last point says tosis. But furthermore, the mavi lemalam yud kilemato the choshe munach b'rishes harabim. You know, there's a halacha if a person takes something in his hand and he walks out of the arms b'rishes harabim, he holds it above his head. So the chifetz is going through a makom He's chayev. Even though if I throw an article, I throw an article above 10, it's potter, because it went through a Mekon Petur. But if I take it with my hand and I walk through, it's Yochayev. Why? Shut it, because we consider it to be in the Rosh Hashanah. So Sesosus, Sesosus, it's considered, it's considered to be at rest in the Rosh Hashanah. So it's when it's in your mouth, the same idea. Right? Now we should be looking at a little puzzle, because as Rebecca Vega says, she says, What's, what was the taste you just said? You said that if I carry something in my hand, above my head, through the Rosh Hashanah, then that's, that's all right. In other words, you're going to be high for that. And then you finish it off. No, it's not. It's not Munach Rosh Hashanah. It's traveling through the Rosh Hashanah. But when it's at rest above 10, what's that got to do with... with uh, you know, I can understand if, if it's sort of suspended in mid in midair, so to speak. So I can stand. You want to say you want to say it's bottled to the Rosh Hashanah or something like that because it can't be suspended. But something which is at rest now above ten, why should that be at rest in the Rosh Hashanah? When do you say this? When is when do you ever have a Mekom above ten? Yeah, but more than that, Rabbi Kivegis says it's Mefurush or Tosfos. Tosfos on Dafbov says Mefurush. This thing about above ten, you can be chayiv. It's only the travelling aspect, not at rest. Right? He says, Dafka, when it comes to rest, in the end, in the Rosh Hashanah. Tosfus says that. Umabid al-Adam is Rosh Hashanah, derech l'malam yud, t'chayev, amagab di'avo monach l'malam yud, even if you were to place it above ten, do you be potter? Mechamokam, nevertheless, etc., etc. So Tosfus is a foolish there. If you place it above ten, we don't say, oh, it's monach Rosh Hashanah, it's Dafka din in the Mabit, as you're, Transporting it. What's going on a bit? Again, Rabbi Vega Blaisher. Could you suggest any answer to that? What makes it? Let me ask you a question. As I said, the two the two bits of toast go together. When it's above ten, why do we say it's bottled to the Why? Why should it be bottled to the Rosh Hashanah? Just like the Traskal. Traskal is below 10, but... How is the Traskal? The Traskal, is it suspended in mid-air? How is it in its position? How is the basket held where it is? On a pole. And where's the pole? Fixed to the ground. So therefore... The trust card through the pole is bottled to the Rosh Makes sense, right? As the person's walking with this uh, thing in his hand above 10, yeah? The article is suspended in the mid-air? No. Who's holding it? The person. And the person is walking where? He's walking on the ground of the Rosh So therefore, the fact that you're holding it above your head is irrelevant. Is we know that we, we consider a person, the thing is drawn after the person. We say, Yodosh and Odom is... Is, is Nigra Bosa Gufa, Bosa Gufa Guerrero, we had in the first part, right? Bosa Gufa Guerrero, yeah, you remember that? If you stick your hand out into a different Rishos, we say Bosa Gufa Guerrero, yeah? 
So it's you hold it above ten. It's it's all nigra after your body. Of course, something which is above ten is in a, is in a makom But just like if you stick your hands at your hand out into the shusha and you're standing in the shusha you're not going to be high for transporting it down the damas. Now you know that if you pick something up and put it down for arms, you're not high for that because you're the boss of Guerrero. right? Your hands is attached to your body. So too, if your hands above, it's it's attached to your body. Your body is walking on the ground of the Rosh Hashanah. Therefore, it's possible to the Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, it follows as well. Of course, it follows. If I'm walking Daladamus, yeah, and with this thing in my mouth, and then I swallow it, it's still part of me, correct? It's inside me. And then, where am I walking? In the Rosh Hashanah. And we say, on the fact that I'm walking is irrelevant. Inside me, it's at rest. And I'm walking in the Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, everything inside me, whether it's above 10, whether it's below 10, it makes no difference. It's all bottled to the Rosh Hashanah. Therefore, that's what he means. Ah, you've got a kasha from Dachvov. What's the what's, what's Tosu saying there? It's saying that even though we say, if the person is Marvel, above 10, he's Chayev. But that's only when he is being Marvel above 10. But if he puts it, he leaves it above 10, not he's carrying it, he puts it somewhere above 10, then it'll be Potter. Why? Because the only reason why he was Chayev when he was walking Daladamas, but it's above 10, is because it's attached to him. And he is walking on the ground of the Rosh Hashanah and through therefore the whole thing is nigra after his body which is walking on the ground of the Rosh Hashanah therefore the whole thing is considered to be walking, it's moving to the, through the Rosh Hashanah but if he puts the Hanukkah the Hanukkah is on something else and that thing is not possible to the Rosh Hashanah then he'll be possible that's, that's why I'm shutting, right? so too that, that's that Pshat and Tosh was there but over here we're talking about this Hanukkah inside his body therefore in the same way that when he's Mavir at Daladamus the fact that it's above ten tzvachim is irrelevant because it goes through his body. So, so too, if it comes to rest inside his body, we're going to say the same thing. It's bottled to the Rosh Hashanah, it's Choshev Kumunach for Rosh whichever, whichever stage and tasis you're taking, it's the same idea. It's considered to be bottled to the Rosh Hashanah, it's considered to be Munach for Rosh Hashanah, it's considered to be below ten, it makes no difference. That, I think, that, I think they talk about, I didn't particularly look into it, but I think that's, that's something they look into, what exactly is the ghetto of, of, of Tosis on that board. That seems to be the way to learn Tosis was living. Okay? Fine. That brings us to the end of the parak. I think Dr. Farrakh has got plenty more to share with you if you want. Uh, he told me yesterday he's been looking at the Mishnah there. But uh, as a look, I don't think there's anything particularly relevant to us. So I think we'd be better off moving on. Right? And here we go with Haben. As I said, this is the third, third and uh, final part of the Masechta. That was the, uh, I wouldn't say the hardest part of the Masechta, but it was, uh, that was the part of Hotsar, right? It's, uh, we've, learned some, we've learned quite a bit about Hotsar, and now at least till Erevin, where uh, it's going to be, it'll be, it will be now be going through the various Malachas. Short Prakim, short uh, Sugyas, and uh, should make the learning a little bit easier, hopefully. So here we go, Habayna. Why does it go on to Habayna? Tosus says that, yeah, we need to have a reason for this. So this is the Tosus Yontav says, he thinks the reason is because we jump to Hitzor, which is actually mostly Mirashis Roshis is the last of the 39 Melochis. Um, we jump there because it's Melochah Gurahi. That's basically the reason why we started, presumably that's why we started with that. So once we've jumped there, we decided to go back to the Melochah just previous to it. And what's the Melochah before mostly Mirashis Roshis is Makabapatish. Well, Makabapatish and Boina really go hand in hand. So therefore, that's why we start with Boina. And Boina is perhaps more frequent than Makabapatish or something like that. that therefore, we start with Habayna. No. As I said, you can take it or leave it. That's, that's what the Tosyant wants to say. If you can think of anything else, 
then uh, you would be happy to say what you, what you want to offer there. But Abayna, Kamayivna, Bihei Chayev. How much does a person have to build to be Chayev on Shabbos? So Abayna calls you, some you builds even the smallest amount. And again, the, the Loshan here is, a, is seems it's quite interesting. Normally you'd start, Abayna calls you Chayev. What's Habayna, Kamayivna, Bihei Chayev? So the Rishayim say, the Peshat is, that we've had a little bit of a gap, haven't we? We, we last time we saw Habayna was really just about in Dafayin Gimel when we had the Ovis Malachis. It's been a little bit of a, for us it's been over a year since we, uh, we since we learned that. So, um, therefore we have to recap a little bit, right? Just before we, we get into it, you may be thinking, if I just said Habayna Chai Bechoshu, you say Habayna, what's Habayna? So, just Habayna, just to remind you, we did have a Malachis called Habayna. Habayna Kama Yevnevi Yechayev. How much does he have to be able to be Chayev? Habayna Koshu, even the smallest amount. Now, Mesatis, Mesatis is somebody who squares off a stone. When you, when they um, mine stones or you know, hew out the stones from the mountain, so that what they would do is, you, could, you often they come out in a funny shape, so they'd have to square it off. It's love dafka squaring. Rashi says, whatever the, the practice in that place, sometimes they make grooves in it, whatever is considered to be the, uh, the next stage. Now, Mesatis, that's called Mesatis. Now, Makavapatish, Makavapatish is the stage, according to Rashi, what that means is when you're hewing out the stone. So you carve into the mountain on this side, that side, and then eventually you've got just a tiny little bit attached. Yeah? Now all you need is one big, you take your, your, uh, your pick, whatever you call it, right? Mm-hmm. The sle- yeah, the chisel, you put it there, you take your hammer, and one last bang, and the whole thing will come tumbling out. That's called Makabapatish. Tosus takes issue with that, he says, because that wasn't done in the Mishkan. The Mishkan, they didn't, didn't use stones. So therefore, if they didn't use stones, they wouldn't have had such a thing with Makkah Patish. So surely we'd go from the case in the Mish, in the, uh, in the, uh, the Avalokha, right? The, the case in the, in the Mishkan. Right? So, uh, rather, the Peshat is, huh? They used a worm. Well, that, yeah, that, that would be actually for carving outside. But you're right, but the, those stones were, yeah. But uh, those stones as well wouldn't be quite the, the type we're talking about here. We're talking about for, for sort of fences and things like, things like that. Rather, he does Makkah Patish means the last hammer blow on completing a cleave. That's the way Tosfus learns it. Um, yeah, so as for answering that Rashi passage, when we get to the Gemara, I'll tell you what, uh, what, what they say. So, Mamakavapatish, Uva Matzod. Matzod is Rashi, I'll just go with Rashi. Rashi learns it's, again, it's a, a type of hammer. And patish is one you use for stone, Matzod is the hammer you use on metal. Right? There are other Peshatim, that's the Peshat. It's the same idea. Makavapatish, that's going to be on stone. Matzod will be the one used on metal. Right? I wonder, I don't know, but I wonder if Rashi learns whether you could say that that's, to a certain extent, that's what pushed Rashi to learn the way he did. Because Matzod is the one used on metal. The Kedem are made of metal. See, we've already got him Makeber Matzod. Yeah? That's the one for the Kedem. So what's Makeber Patish? Patish is going to be for the stones. You don't really have stone Kedem. Right? So um, perhaps perhaps you could you could offer, offer that as a as a possibility. What pushed Rashi to Makabepat is the stones. Then Hakodeach or Vehakodeach. Kodeach is where you pierce a hole in something. Okay, it's with a like an awl. Kolshu, all these things. Kolshu is going on all the cases in the Mishnah. Chai, we're going to be Chai for a Kolshu. Zeachal, this is the rule. Kolha is a Malacha. Anyone who does a Malacha, Malachim is Kayemes, and his Malacha has Kiyum to it. It will last. The Shabbos. If he does it on Shabbos, Chayev is Chayev. Rabbi Shimon Megamiel, Rabbi Shimon Megamiel says, "Afamake b'kurnos al asadon 
Also, somebody who bangs with the hammer on the anvil. Bishas Malacha, the time of Malacha, Chayv, he's Chayv and Eshu, Kemesaki Malacha, because he's like being Mesaki Malacha. Again, the, the Gemara will explain what, what, what that is. It's actually when they used to make um, the tasse, uh, what do you call them, the, the sheets of metal. So you want, you're banging on it with the hammer. The hammer gets slightly out of shape sometimes. So therefore, if you continue banging with it, you'll also damage your, cut a hole in your metal. So therefore, every few hits on the, after hitting it a few times onto the, uh, banging it on the metal, they were banging it on the anvil just to straighten out the hammer. Right, that's, that's all, that, that's a bit, that will be explained in the Gemara Bezichan. Let's take a look at Rashi. Habayne. Shomri Bavis Malachis, the Bainim, which we talked about in the Obis Malachis, Kama Yiv Nebuchulu. Presumably Rashi is being machavin to that, I think it's the Ritzvah, who says that's why we start off Habayne, is just to recap the Bainim, which we talked about, the Malachal Bainim, which we talked about in the Obis Malachis, that's what we're referring back to. Now, we're coming back to that Sugya, how much you have to build. Misatis, what is Misatis? Merabea, Esoev, and he squares off the stone, Misakno, and he's Misakin it, Hakodaki Amokon, all according to the place. Sheish Makom is the our place to Sheragin and Hakalik, the our place where they smoothen it down. Beish Makom is the our place to Sheragin and Lakharitz, Bokharitzim, Kharitzim, that they make grooves into it. Beretz Ashkenaz, that's the way they do it in Ashkenaz. Hamakeb Apatish, Gamu Bavis Malachis, it's also included in the Ovis Malachis there. Vubalaz Pik. Apatish in French is the Pik, that's the, uh, Sledgehammer, it's, it's got like a point at the end, you bang it with. Pickaxe. Huh? Pickaxe, yeah, something like that. That you basically you, uh, break off the stone from the rock. After you've hewn out the stone all around, and he's already separated it a little bit from the mountain, he gives it one big whack with the with this uh, pickaxe, and then it breaks off and a fellas and falls off. That is the Gemar Malacha of people hewing out the stone. Anyone who completes the on Shabbos Malacha told us Makkah Bepatish is a tolda of Makkah Bepatish. I'll tell you the Rishash learns that's the Ikha Kasha Why are you picking on the tolda? It's not so much but you, you know the stone wasn't, uh, wasn't done in the, in the, uh, the Mishkan. That's not so much he says that's not so much the Kasha because if that's the case, that, that's not a problem. I mean, he says, besides anything, because they want to answer for the Gemara, he says, you don't have to go to the Gemara. We have an Amishnah, we have the case of, we had an Amishnah over, right? Yeah? One of the, one of the, the Malachas there was, right? For, for Mavasha, what did we have? Yeah, we had Ofer. I Ofer wasn't done in the Mishnah. It was Mavasha. So the round said, yeah, because we're picking on something which is more shkia. Yeah? You're right, in the Mishnah it wasn't actually done. Yeah? So say to me, it's not, it's, not, it's not such a problem that we pick something which wasn't done in the Mishnah. The, rather, the question is, is more, why are you picking on a Torah? That's the way he does it. The problem is, Tosh doesn't actually say that, but... That's the way the, way the, the Rishash explains the problem of Tosh. Okay, anyway, that's the... That's the um, that's the way Rashi explains it. Matzod, what's a matzod? Afu kumokorin as well. It's also like a big hammer. Shabaza, um, sh- um, shabaza made of, of, uh, of iron, a binion shabaza, which they use for the, for the, um, for things made of, uh, of iron, in, in other words, of metals. Um, Vakodeach means Nokev eats a Evan Mikosel. He pours a hole, um, in the wood or stone, like Mikosel in the wall. Um, Kolshu, for all these things, he's high for a Kolshu. Akudukai is going on all the cases. Amasatis, for Marke Bapatish, going on the case of Misatis, right, the squaring off the stone. Marke Bapatish, for Matsu, Marke all these things, he's high for a Kolshu. 
Chodaisem, it's not the Ran here, by the way, that's really cool. Oh, the Rishash is there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was on the Mishnah, so it could be it's here as well. Chodaisem, Malacha, Umelachta, Miskayemes. Anyone who's doing the Malacha and his Malacha is Miskayem. Sheish Miskayemes Kayitibo. In other words, what does it mean it's Miskayem? Well, I mean, I don't know yet whether it's Miskayem. It means if you normally, when you do this sort of thing, it will be Miskayem. There are things which are Miskayem like this. But in most of all, where people don't add to it. Right? But in most of all, Beshabbos. It's going on the case of Oseh Malacha. It's interesting that Rishash adds those words for Emosif Olehel because he learns that it's going on the case of Makeba Patish. Yeah? Yeah? He learns it's going on the case of Makeba Patish. What's Makeba Patish? That this is the way you'd leave it. It's Miskayim like that. You should know most, most don't learn of that. It's interesting that Rishash, the, 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 the Marashal added those words because the Poshmachal and the Mishnah has nothing to do with that. It's saying it's Miskayim as opposed to something which is not Miskayim in which case you're Potter for it. Okay? But this Rashi, by the way, is very, very important. Rashi is Peshabbos. What's Peshabbos going on? You see, you, if you read the Mishnah, how would you have learned it? I would have read the Mishnah. Like this. Ze'aklau. Kolo eisim melocho. Anyone who does melocho, ayyam Shabbos. Umelachto miskayemes Peshabbos. And his melocho will last Peshabbos. In other words, what's miskayem? For how long? To be considered a melocho, how long does it have to be miskayem? Forever? For a week? 24 hours? I would have learned it means on Shabbos. So Rashi comes along and says, no, no, that's not Peshat. Peshabbos Aris HaMeloch HaKoy. Miskayim means, it'll be Miskayim, I don't know, forever, whatever is considered Miskayim. And Peshabbos is going on the first part, saying anyone who does, Meloch on Shabbos and the Meloch is Miskayim. Okay? This is as opposed to the Ritzvah. The Ritzvah brings, he says, there are those who explain that the Meloch is Miskayim on Shabbos. Who are these Yesh Oymenim? This obviously makes a very major enough commitment. You know, you're talking about, I don't know, Lego and things like that. Talking about whether they're Miskayim, whether they're not Miskayim, making puzzles and these... What's considered Miskayim? I have to know how long. So the Rambam, the Rambam seems to be the one who learns Miskayim means Shabbos. The Rambam, over here, the truth is, over here the Rambam doesn't say very much, but in Herak the Ramam writes, Karaktes Halacha Yud Gimel. He's talking about Tzaveyada, and he's talking about the Tzvi has to be Miskayim, and he finishes off and he says, The Chol Shei Malachta Miskayim as Beshabbos Potter. Sounds like it's going to be Miskayim Beshabbos. If it's Miskayim Beshabbos, you've got a problem. Which means if you do it, so now before the end of Shabbos, obviously it's going to be miskind for less, presumably. Right? And this, this is pointed out by the, the, uh, the Mishnah Burra. Uh, the Mishnah Burra and Shem Gimel. Towards the end, he's talking about uh, braiding hair. And in the Mishnah Burra, he's talking about uh, if it's, if it's uh, detached. Detached, like in a shaitel or something like that, whether there's a problem or bainer and all these sort of things. And he talks about being miskind, not being miskind, and he, he brings in the Shalatzi and he says... He brings out Mishnah in, in Perak Abayna. Right, this is in Sharatzin's Sikot and Samachas. He says, He says, certainly when it comes to Ksiva, the same thing, it's got to be Dovah Miskayim, the Ksiva's got to be something which will last. He says, but he brings out Mishnah, he says, Mashma lechayra, da'afile miskayim, it's rakal yim ha-shabbos lechud. Even if it's just for Shabbos, it's going to last. That's going to be, you're going to be chayyot. V'chei mashma lani, he brings the Rambam. 
But then he says, but from Rashi, Rashi's much more not like that. Rashi's coming out looking for that because Rashi's saying Bishabas is not going on that. So it seems to be a machalik rishonim as to how to learn the mission of Bishabas. And depending on how you learn the Bishabas, will have a nafkamina as to what is considered to be miskayim. According to the Raman, it sounds like the board says, if it's miskayim Bishabas, that's the chiyah Bishabas. Whereas others will learn that Bishabas is going, Rashi learns that Bishabas is going on when you do the malafa. And miskayim is obviously a certain time period, maybe 24 hours, maybe a week, maybe forever, whatever the time period is, it's undefined. Yeah? Rashi then finishes off. He says, Al-Asadon, somebody who bangs on the anvil, Belaz, Inkluma, that's the anvil. Kurnus is a martel, is a hammer. Mibnishukum is saki melocha. The other vishe in a maka ala even though he's not banging on the actual thing he's working on, right? Well, Al-Asadon, he's banging on the anvil, he's still going to be chayv. The Gemara Mephalish Ma'ayim Misakim. The Gemara will explain what exactly he is being misakim. So the Gemara says, Kol shehuna ma'ichosya. We said you're higher for being bayonet, mark of a passage, even a culture. What exactly are you planning to do with a culture? What's it roy for? So Amar so Rabbi Yirmiyah said, Shekain Oni Chayfe Kuma, because on Oni he will dig a little ditch, and if you dig a ditch in your house, that's not Chayrish, that is bayonet. Right? He'll dig a little ditch, Latzniya Boch Perutaisam, in order to hide in the ditch his, his few coins. The Kabosoch Gabi Mishkon, similar to that you find in the Mishkon, Shekain Tufri Yirias Chayfe Kuma, the people who would stitch up the, the uh, cloths, they would dig a ditch, like, in order to hide their, their uh, needles. You see, by the way, there, that he's explained our Mishnah. He's not, why don't you just explain what's, what's being done in the, in the, uh, the Mishkan? That's where they bring it from. The Rosh says they, they bring it from this idea that the Mishnah is talking about the normal thing. And the normal thing is day to day. For us, in, in, in our lives, it's not necessarily what was done in the Mishkan. The Mishnah is writing for what people do in their normal day-to-day lives. It's not necessarily what was done in the Mishkan. Therefore, that's, as he says, though, but you already see it from the Mishnah, on Ein Gimel, Oifer as opposed to Mabashal. You pick the one which is more normal, which is more Shriach. Apparently, Oifer says the Ram was more Shriach than, than Mabashal. Rather says the Rishash, that wasn't what was bothering. Tosaf say Mabashal was more why you picking on a Tolda rather than the up. But anyway, that's, the, that, that's uh, what the Gemara says. That what is what would you do with a small bit of building? The answer is you can dig a, a little ditch, whether it's in our everyday lives for the Aniyim or whether it's in the Mishkan. So Abai or Abai said no. Kim in the Mishtachi, since the needles would go rusty, if you leave them in the ground, the ground gets moist and the needles would go rusty. You don't want to do that. Lo of the hockey, they wouldn't have done that in the Mishkan. Elo rather shkin oni oise pitpute kiro katano, and oni would make when he's got a small uh, a little stove. So you'd put it on a tripod. And on the tripod, obviously, you need these three legs. Right? We put here the small legs. And only would make these small legs for the Kira Katano, in order to be able to put the pot on it. Kira Katano, small pot. The Kabbal saw, similar to that, in the Mishkan, the people who were cooking, who were making up the, the ingredients for the dyes, to dye the, the bits of cloth. Let's say they didn't quite make enough the first time around. So put a kira katano, they'd have to make the, the, the uh, little legs for the small kira. Lishkwitsalaho in order to, be, to put a small kettle of dye on, on it. Okay? So in other words, when they when they first did it, they only dyed a certain amount of cloth, of wool, and then they realized afterwards they needed a little bit more, so then they're not gonna make a massive batch of it this time. They'll make a small little kettle of it, so they make a small a small legs, so they make this tripod. So the same sort of thing, that's where you'll find a uh a bayna culture that it's got some significance. So, um, Rabach Bar Yaakov, Omar, Rabach Bar Yaakov, he said, no, 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 they wouldn't do that in the Mishkan, because, we've got a Yisait, that 
There's no poverty in a place of, you know, in a place which is rich. In other words, in the base of they don't do things to the exact, down to the exact amount that they need. They do plenty extra when they start. Yeah? So they make sure there's plenty of dime, far more than they thought they would need. And therefore, you'd never end up with this situation where they're going to make a tiny little bit more. It just doesn't happen like that. Rather, she came bala rather the this. has got a small hole in his literally his, his uh, castle, right in his room. It's a small hole in the wall. The so he'll block it up. That's bona. That's bona culture. So the kavosofka b'mishkan similar to that you find in the mishkan. She came keresh shenofla b'daruno. If you've got a beam, which the worm was whatever you call it, right, the worm got to it and made the hole bore some sort of hole in it. Matif avor, he would put inside it a bit of lead to stop it up, and stop it up with that. So that's where you find Boina Koshu being of use, being of significance to us in our everyday lives, and so too in the Mishkan. Says Rashi, on the Gemara there, the Mishtaki, we initially said that in the Mishkan it would have been dumb and they dig a small ditch to put their needles in there, and Abai said that wouldn't be a good idea because they'll go rusty. Malin Chaluda, Amakten, the needles will. Get rusty, ruil, ruil is, is, uh, is rust. Pitpute is ragre kira, is the, the, uh, so that was the next chart we said that you, they'd make the small feet, the, the feet of the kira, kmin clay bazel, um, which was like a clay bazel, shikirin trapyod, which is called a tripod, ma'amitin akira shel cheres, and this would sort of hold the kira made of cheres, it would, uh, that's what would hold it there. Mavashli samamonim, we said in the Mishkan as well, the people who were cooking up the, the uh, ingredients for the dye, litzbaya, um, in order to dye, shechosron malachton, means shechimtsumu tzemet tzviyoson, that they were very exact with the amount of wool that they dyed, vechosron limalachton, and itake ended up, it wasn't quite enough for their work. They had to cook up some more samonin again, litzbaya ma'at, just to dye a little bit more. So we say, yerekatana gaisin hoch, we go to the yerekatana, not a kilo katana, because for the dyes they used a small kettle. So to that, um, we said, Ravachal Ayakim said, no, no, that wouldn't be the case, because they wouldn't do the Mishkan anything to the exact amount. Rather, right from the very start, everything would have been made with plenty and extra as well. Rather, the final shot was, if a person's got a beer on Noah, a nice, nice uh, castle, nice building, where he eats and he, and he goes to sleep there, lies there, he'd be makbid even on a small hole in it, in Mugunehu, if it doesn't look very, uh, very good, but he'll block it up with some cement. So to the Mishkan, Darno, if it's a last, the worm would eat away at the woods of the Keresh, they would uh, block it up with some, some um, lead. Um, we'll leave it there, but just, uh, just one Nukudu is, Tosis picks up, he says, what's this thing about Kol Shulamai Chosi? Did we ask that? Did we go through asking that on all the cases we had in Hitzel? Every single little bit where we said it's a culture, you know, for Itzel we said a culture, we didn't go through all the maths, what's it, what's it right for? Some things we did, the most things we didn't. So Tosu said, Dafka Hocha, Dafka over here, Itzel, Nefirushi, has to explain the Havad the Kabbalah Mishkan that you find this sort of thing done in the Mishkan, Mishum de Lechoshu Binyan Kolshu. Because normally speaking, Binyan Kolshu is not Koshu. With all the other things that they saw, it's a swallow that you're going to be high for them. The way some Rishon, you see from Tosis, it sounds like it's just a lack of Chashibas. Other Rishon, they put it, and you, maybe Tosis, you could say, means this, is that to us, we would assume that Baina Kolshu is not considered Baina at all. Okay? Nafkamina would be, by the way, 
No, Dr. Father puts an Afghan Whether you learn the way, taste the way I just explained it, Pshat is that to us, we, unless you find it in the Mishkan, I'd assume that Bainer culture is not Khoshev. Or whether you explain, and as I said, maybe Tosh just means this, that Pshat is that Bainer culture is not a Bainer. You're not changing it. That, that, that's not Bainer. Such a small amount is Bichlal not considered building. In other words, if I take two bricks and I put one brick on top of the other, maybe that's not considered building. It's just still two bricks, one sitting on top. That's not Bainer. In other words, to put it out differently, in other words, it wouldn't be Chatzishir. If Bishal is it's not Choshev, meaning, as I said, if Tosis were to mean this, it's just not Choshev, it's not uh, the Shear, it felt in the Shear, then it is a Malacha, it's just felt in the Shear, then it would be Chatzishir also, you know, also as well. But if you learn the Peshat is that it's Bichlal not Boina, so it's like walking two armors with an object, there's no Chatzishir there because it's not a Malacha. Chatzishir means that it's a Malacha, but it's felt in the Shear. This is Bichlal, it's not, uh, it's garnished. As I said, from the other Rishim, you can see they will learn that the Gemara was asking, surely, Baina Kolshu, it's Bechal, it's got no use, it's not Baina at all. Whether it means that, as I said, I leave you to be the judge.